so this is going to be the first, uh, hopefully in a long line of new kind of like personal journal episodes that are going to be exclusively available here on the Patreon. Um, and so if you are interested in hearing more about like my personal life and kind of the things that are going on for me behind the scenes, uh, this will be the place where you guys can find episodes about those particular things. Um, so originally I wanted to start this when the season first started, um, but I just had a lot of stuff going on. There's been a lot of crazy things going on at work and I just, I really haven't had the time. Um, but I figured I would go ahead and give this a try and see if people are interested in kind of learning more about my life and, and what's going on uh, outside of the podcast. So uh, the reason why I wanted to start this when the season first started, uh, which was last month, um, I'm sorry, this season just started this month, but I, I wanted to have this kind of like bonus episode um, out last month. Um, and the reason is because uh, April, I want to say like 14th or so, somewhere around there, um, was my first kink anniversary, um, and so if you don't know what that means, um, it's a combination of the words kinky and anniversary, and basically it signifies uh, my first year as being part of the kink and BDSM community. Um, now for those who know me personally, um, and they know that I'm a part of this community already, um, here is your chance to hear a little bit more about that if I haven't, like, fully explained it to you. Um, if you didn't know that I was a part of that community, um, welcome to the fireside chat about that. Um, you know, uh, and so you're gonna learn some stuff, apparently. Um, so, yeah. So, it is 2021. My intro to kink and BDSM uh, kind of started back in, I want to say like 2017, 2018, somewhere around there when uh, I was scrolling to Tumblr. <laughs> Hopefully people still know what that is. Um, this was pre-Yahoo ownership um, and, uh, you know, I was just seeing a few things that I liked memes and different things um, that were probably part of the community and I just didn't know it at the time. I thought they were just, you know, memes that I resonated with. Um, and so for anyone who does know me or has known me for a long time, um, they would tell you that I've always uh, been attracted to older men. Um, and before anyone gets the idea, no, I don't have daddy issues. Um, I've just always been attracted to, to older men, um, in general. Um, and it's more about the age gap perspective than it is about, like, the, like, daddy issue situation that people often think it is. Um, but the age gap stuff has, like, its own set of, like, rules and things that, that go along with it. 
uh, for me anyway. It's not, it's, it's not any age gap that I like. I have a very specified range um, that I tend to focus in on. Anyways, um, so it kind of it kind of started out of that. Like I, I just have a general proclivity to enjoy uh, companionship and time and company of older people. Um, I grew up mostly spending time with my grandma and her friends, um, and so I just I I don't know. I tend to get along better with older people. Um, I consider myself as having an old soul, and so it just all these things kind of put together. Um, kind of probably is what started my feeling of attraction towards older guys in general. Anyways, so, back to Tumblr. Scrolling Tumblr, seeing a few things, um, then I started following this, uh, person who was calling themselves a dominant, or at least their screen name, uh, had, like, dom in it or something like that. Um, and so I started following them, and then I started seeing more accounts with, like, similar content, so I was, you know, kind of somewhat sort of navigating that on Tumblr, not really. Um, and then I followed someone who had a couple comments underneath his content, and so I was reading through the comments, and I found, um, another woman who, uh, either messaged me or I messaged her, I don't really remember now, it was so long ago, um, and she kind of led me to a website um, that I'm not going to mention on here, uh, but for those of you who know what it is, because um, I've mentioned it to a few friends, um, you guys know what that is. Um, so she mentioned a website to me uh, and told me to go check out the person that I was following on this website and uh, that I could get hooked up with more education resources and, and other people who were educators about the community there. So that is what I did. I, I went there and I was speaking with this gentleman for a little bit and he was very informative, very educational, um, and we kind of were talking uh, romantically, kind of not. Um, he is a polyamorous individual. Um, if you don't know what that means, Google is a lovely resource. And at the time, I was just like, no, I don't, I don't think I want that. Like, I'm very much a one-person kind of gal type of thing. But because of the connection that I had with this person in the beginning, um, I was kind of willing to give it a try because I was like, well, you know, maybe it could work. Or like, you know, this is a whole different type of thing, and so why not? Let's, let's dip our toe in, shall we? So I was kind of ready and willing to, uh, kind of commit to him and his family that he had going on, um, both inside and outside of the community, and things ended up falling through there, and that didn't work out, and that was fine with me. Um, I was a little bummed out about it afterwards, um, like I did take it a lot harder than I expected to, um, and I think it was just because the prospect of something new, of finally being able to explore my sexuality in a different way, um, and to really kind of get some of those answers was just something I was kind of dead set on at the time. It was something I really wanted to do, and to have an opportunity be taken away from me, I took it a lot harder than I should have. Um, so, yeah. 
Um, so, you know, and, and he was great about it. Like he, you know, was very honest with me. I was just like, look, because of everything that's going on, I don't think I can, you know, educate you the way you need to be educated. And so, you know, I'm going to take a step back and, and I was upset at first, um, cause I was only thinking about my side of things. And, uh, you know, once I had some time like away from him, like to calm down and really kind of think about the situation, um, I did end up going back to him and apologizing to him for kind of like spazzing out um, and thanking him for being honest to say that he didn't have the time or the resources to educate me properly. Um, and so, you know, I kind of played around with it for a little bit. At first, I was kind of just like, well, all right, since, you know, I'm not going to do it with this person that I thought was kind of going to walk me through it, I kind of don't know if I want to do it on my own. Um, and I, I just, I wasn't quite ready to do that without someone as a guide. Um, I didn't think I would, was, I didn't think I'd be able to safely navigate the website by myself without a guide, um, because it was going to be like a very big kind of life change. Um, and it was going, it was going to be a very different type of community, um, that I really was not used to. Um, and I was still kind of battling some of my own thoughts about sex and sexuality and, you know, what people in those communities were like, and I was still kind of working through some of my own, uh, biases about those sorts of things, and I was just like, I don't think I'm ready to do this quite yet, and so I stepped away from it, um, and then when I moved out of my home, um, in New Jersey and moved to Pennsylvania, I kind of started toying around with the idea of it again, um, and it kind of just became one of those things that I kept coming back to, um, and you know, when you, you have one of those things where, you try to do it, it doesn't work out, and then you're like, all right, well, I guess it's not for me, and you try to leave it alone, but it keeps coming back up, and it, you keep getting reminded of it. Uh, it was one of those things, and I was just like, okay, maybe I, maybe I do need to, like, you know, search this out, seek this out, find out what it's about, scratch this itch if it needs to be scratched, and then, and then leave it alone, you know, because it, it keeps itching, and I keep wanting to scratch it, but I keep not scratching it, and it keeps itching, and it, it keeps being there, it keeps coming up, so I need to see what this is about. Um, but at the time, I was with someone, and so I wasn't sure how to bring, quite bring that up to them, to let them know that I really kind of wanted to explore that and see what was going on there. Um, we did end up having a conversation, and they told me that as long as it was just for educational purposes only, that I, and that I never kind of, uh, that I never kind of developed a desire to do anything physically with anyone else, that, that it would be fine. Um, and, you know, that kind of opened a door for another conversation about, okay, well, what if I did want to do something physically with anyone else? We never had that conversation because we ended up breaking up, but it definitely was something that was in my mind, um, because I, I don't think I had ever had the conversation with a partner before about, what if we have an open relationship? And so, kind of like, even before like I got really into everything, um, just just looking at the community from the outside brings up so many questions. And, and I am so grateful for that because it definitely, you know, it definitely got me to challenge a lot of ideas that I had about the way the world works. And, um, and, and not all of them changed for me challenging them either. And, and I say that to say, if you are seeking out anything or if you are, 
you know, branching out into something new, just because you're challenging something you already know does not mean that your belief is going to change. It just means that you're asking a question and you're trying to see what the answer is. Um, you know, and so, um, you know, oddly enough, uh, at the end of that relationship was when I really started to, uh, kind of blossom into my own, I guess, in, in this new community. And it was weird at first because I didn't, I didn't feel like I was actually part of the community. I still very much kind of felt like I was learning and just educating myself and just kind of being an observer. Um, which is funny because I later <laughs> learned that uh, my proclivity for voyeurism is very high, which would make sense. Um, and, and not just from like the community standpoint, like my, my inclination to just watch things um, in, in everyday life is also very high. So that makes sense that I would be a voyeur. But anyways, um, the, it felt weird at first because I, I didn't feel, I wasn't doing anything with the community. I was kind of just sitting and watching and reading. I wasn't really participating in anything. Um, and so I, I was kind of like back and forth. I was like, oh, well, can I really say that I'm a part of the community because I haven't really participated in anything. I've just kind of been in the corner watching type of thing. Um, you know, all the while still trying to figure out my sexuality. I had just recently came out and there was just, there was a lot going on at the same time. Um, and so I was like, okay, maybe I need to go back to this idea of finding somebody who can like walk me through this. Cause I feel like there's a lot here and I don't know where to start. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do the wrong thing here. Um, and so I, had been talking to a few people who had been really helpful, like education-wise, and I reached out to the person that is now my mentor, um, and I, I saw that they were mentoring a few other people, and I was like, huh, mentoring? What's that about? So I reached out to them, and I asked them, and, and they agreed to, to take me on as a mentor or a mentee, and yeah, like, they've been mentoring me ever since. Um, we kind of have slowed down a little bit on the mentoring aspect of things as far as he kind of taught me the basics and then kind of said, okay, go, go explore and, you know, make your own rules, limits and things like that. Um, but I still very much do consider him my mentor because sometimes when I have questions or sometimes if I'm not sure about something, um, I know that he's always a very good voice of reason for me to go back to. Um, and for me to be like, hey, so I'm not sure about this. What would you do? And, you know, how would this play out if you were doing it type of thing? And so he's a very uh, good kind of source of stability for me um, within the community as far as just somebody to go back to and ask questions to um, from his perspective. Um, and so now I actually have another mentor um, who is more... A mentor for me specifically as far as what my role is in the community or one of the roles that I subscribe to within the community so my mentor um, is a dominant and he is on the left side of the slash as as people in the community would say um, myself uh, although I identify as a brat um, 
I am on the left side of the slash, which is the more submissive side. So I am uh, more submissive in nature. Although I generally identify as a brat, um, I am also a submissive. And so my other mentor, um, she is my mentor on the basis of uh, all things submissive, so to speak. Um, and she has been really helpful as well. Um, it's funny, she, she was also mentored by my, uh, by my other mentor that I talked about earlier. Um, so I know I'm in very, very capable hands with the both of them. Um, and I enjoy just being able to kind of pick their brains sometimes because they, uh, both have similar experiences but different experiences and so it's kind of good to see like the different aspects and perspectives of how they would approach various things um yes so my kink anniversary was basically uh the date that i took my first class on the website um, and so on the website there are various people and educators within the community who hold different workshops and things and I took my first class I think on April 14th 13th somewhere around there um, I know that because April 16th is the day that I broke up with my then partner um, and I took the class I think like two days before that uh, like two or three days before that um, and so yeah. So, uh, this past month, uh, was my first kink anniversary, and I was, and although I had been, like, a part of the community for, you know, two years prior, um, I didn't really, th that, that class was my first time participating in anything, and really kind of, like, getting my hands dirty, as they say. And so that's the date that I started counting from, even though I had been a part of the community and uh, kind of like introduced to the community long before then. Um, and uh, yesterday I went to my first uh, kind of community event, which I was very, very proud of myself for doing, um, socially distanced and with mask, of course. Um, and I really enjoyed myself. Um, it was it was kind of a low key event. Um, it was uh, in Allentown, and I went with a friend of mine um, who is also part of the community, and we had a really good time. Um, we kind of just enjoyed kind of seeing what it was about. It was also their first event as well. Um, and so we kind of both was just like, you know, if we were going to do this by ourselves, we wouldn't have done it. Um, so it was a good thing that we were able to get linked up and we were able to go together and just kind of like dispel some of that, you know, first time jitters for each other, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we went and, you know, everybody was very welcoming. Uh, it was actually funny because before we before we got there I kind of like bet my friend I was like so I guarantee you that somebody's gonna ask me how old I am or like something to that effect uh because my friend is a male and you know he's taller and bigger so he looks like an adult um and 
if you've ever seen me before, you know that I do not. So, <laughs> at least not on first glance. Um, so I was like, I guarantee you, standing next to you, somebody's going to ask me how old I am, or they're going to make a comment about it. And sure enough, as soon as we got past the checkpoint, because they did, like, temperature checks, and they had everybody wash their hands before they came in. As soon as we got past the checkpoint, the first vendor was kind of just like, uh, there may not be age-appropriate things here for her. And I just started laughing, because I was like, I called it. <laughs> I told you. Um, he laughed about it, too. It was kind of funny. Um, she was just like, when we came back around and we were, like, almost about to leave, she was like, I hope I didn't offend you. And I was like, no, you didn't. I, we talked about it before. Like, it was bound to happen. I was, I was just waiting. Um... But yeah, she was like really sweet though. And, and kudos to her because again, like, you know, people think that the members of our community are just like so explicit or so um, out in the open with things. And, and we're not. We, we take very good, uh, very good steps to make sure that our spaces are safe, sane, and consensual. Um, whether or not uh, children are involved, meaning some people like, obviously all the people that are in the community they're still regular people they still have lives outside of the community they have families and things like that and so sometimes there are events where people bring their children too so you know for someone to be aware that there may not be age-appropriate things for children at a particular event and for someone to go hey you know are you sure you want to have your kid here um to me, that was a, that was a that was a plus. You know, that was a good sign because someone is doing their job to make sure that whatever space an event is attending or occurring in is age appropriate for all who are there. And if it's not age appropriate, they're making sure that uh, whoever the non age appropriate person is is aware of that, or whoever is in charge of the non age appropriate person is aware of that, so that they can you know, escort that person out or take that person home or whatever so that the space stays safe, sane, and consensual for all those in attendance. So, you know, I wasn't offended at all. Honestly, I was definitely, you know, glad that, that someone said something um, just from, like, a safety standpoint. Um, and so, yeah, so the event was nice. And I, I think it was a really good way to, to mark my kinkiversary. It was just finally being able to attend an in-person event. Um, I couldn't last year because uh, COVID had just started. And so, you know, yeah, I just came out. I'm, like, diving into this new community. And then everything gets shut down and I can't, I can't actually go and participate. Um, and so it was really good to... Uh, kind of just go and see what an event looks like and, and how things kind of work. Now, obviously, that was a particular type of event, um, and so there wasn't uh, there wasn't a lot going on for that particular event, but that was okay. I think I, if I was going to go to one, I think I would have preferred that it was kind of like a lower-key event, so, like, I kind of know now like if I go to another event that you know kind of what to be aware of and just to be mindful that it could be a little bit more intense than this event because this event was pretty low key but that is okay because you know I have again you know I it's been a year now that I've really been like participating in in the community and like uh kind of like creating my 
support system there within that community. And so I have, you know, good people who have offered to go to events with me, uh, their availability pending. Um, if there's any like more local events that I would want to go to. So I definitely have support there and I'm very grateful for everybody who has supported me in, you know, being a part of this community and introducing me to things and, uh, you know, helping me ask all the right questions and this and that. And so that's been awesome. Um, it's, it's been really awesome for me, I think. Um, and I've definitely learned a lot about myself in terms of being able to state my boundaries better, you know, and you, again, a lot of people look at our community and they, they automatically assume the worst, uh, you know, they, they call us freaks, they call us, you know, crazy, they call us deranged, sick, all those types of things, um, but honestly, this community is probably one of the most honest communities that I've ever been a part of, um, everybody is very open, everybody's very direct, everybody is very, um, considerate of everyone else's feelings in the sense that, you know, the idea of the probably the most used word, if somebody did a word cloud of all the things on our community, the word consent would probably be the biggest, honestly. Consent, boundaries, and and safety would probably be the biggest, the top three words that people use in our community. Um, and it's because we are very dedicated to making sure that things are safe and consensual for all involved. Um, even even when you're talking about consensual non-consent, which is a topic that I may uh, branch into um, on another one of these kind of like bonus episodes, uh, it's it's still something that is talked about in a very open fashion. There's no dumb questions. There are no wrong answers. Um, well, no, there are wrong answers when it comes to consent, but like you get my point. My point is that it's a very open discussion. It's a very uh, come one, come all type of discussion, um, and nobody shies away from it. It's definitely uncomfortable to talk about it sometimes. Um, it's definitely something that you do need to kind of talk about frequently over and over again, just to make sure that your own personal values are still matching up because things change, you know, in the community, things change all the time. Um, your interests can change, you know, who you were when you joined the community is probably not who you're going to be when you're five years in, um, or even a year in. Um, and so for myself, I know when I first started, I had to, uh, make a list. One of the things my mentor had me do was make a list of all of my hard limits and soft limits. Um, and some of those things that are on my hard limits list, they're kind of, I mean, I know one thing for sure is definitely still on there from when I first started. But some of those other things I'm like, eh, well, no, maybe if I found the right person, I would do those things with, you know, or they've like slowly gravitated towards my soft limits list. Um, or they're like slowly gravitated towards the things. I'm like, you know what? No, that's a complete green light. I would totally do that now. And I don't think I would have done that when I first started. Um, and so there's a lot of, there's a lot of emphasis on change and growth. Uh, within the community and, and it's okay like you're gonna evolve you're going to like different things and maybe you're not maybe you find what you like and you stick with it all right that's what you like cool thanks for you know thanks for broadcasting it and making sure people know exactly what it is that you want and you know that's great um but you know I've known people who you know they've been in the community for years and they still think of themselves as as newbies and they they do that on the basis of that there's always more to learn you know you can always improve in some way shape or form 
Um, and I very much agree with that statement. I do think that there is always room for improvement and, you know, you could always be better. I may get to a point in the community where I feel more established or I feel more grounded in, you know, uh, who I am or what I like or how I like to do things. But I definitely always want to keep an open mind and keep myself available to any new opportunities or new experiences that could open up as a result of being a part of this community. So I'm very grateful for the people that I've met, the time that I've spent like researching and educating myself on different things and all the classes I've taken. Um, I'm very, 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 very grateful for all of those resources because, you know, again, I had my own like personal biases and things about people who were part of these communities before I started like looking into the looking into it and like researching and you know now I am a member of one of these communities and I take it very seriously uh, that I am a member of one of these communities and I definitely try to debunk any of the myths anytime I see them um, probably not as openly as I would like to um, and that's just because of the nature of my job and what I do and I kind of like just recently started to kind of bridge the gap there and I uh, changed my little like bio thing to state that I am uh, alternative lifestyle aware, which is the polite way of saying, like the very politically polite way to say that I have experience with non-traditional lifestyle options, which basically just means anything non-heteronormative. Um, and again, that's the very politically polite way to say that. Um, but I've also been finding out that there is a immense, immense network of people in my professional field who are also a part of the community, which has been a godsend for real because the amount of times that I've struggled with, oh my gosh, like, based on my job, like, how am I going to reconcile, like, doing what I do, but also being a member of this community, and how does that make sense, and are people going to look at me differently in the professional field? And the answer is no, they're not, um, because there's a whole line of professionals in my field who are also part of the community. Now, obviously, they won't look at me any differently, um, but if I were to tell, like, some of my coworkers that, you know, this is something I did in my spare time, they would probably give me a little side eye. Um, um, Which is why it is good to be aware of the people that you can um, have have allyship through. And I do have one co-worker that is really, really, really good about uh, me kind of just throwing things out there. Um, Even if they don't quite always understand um, they're always willing to listen, and, and that just speaks volumes, and she's a really good person, um, and I generally do kind of lean on her a little bit uh, more than the average co-worker would uh, for certain things, because she, she just gets it, you know, she just gets it, and we're able to talk openly and freely about certain things, so that's always nice to have at least one person who I can kind of just, like, go to and kind of dump things a little bit when I feel like I need to like vent or just do some dumping. Um, I also have another supervisor that I have really good relationship with that I can kind of dump things on. I don't know that I've ever explicitly said to her that I was part of this community, um, 
but I think I've kind of hinted at it. If I haven't, I, I wouldn't, uh, not that I haven't told her for any particular reason, but, um, I would feel okay telling her, like, I wouldn't have a, an issue telling her. I just, if it hasn't come up, I just don't think it's come up in conversation for me to make mention of it. Um, but if it did come up, I definitely wouldn't shy away from telling her, because she's very, like, open and accepting. Um, so I don't, you know, I wouldn't have an issue telling her at all. Um, and I would definitely feel support there. Um, so yeah, so that is what I did yesterday, and, um, last month was my kinkiversary, and I'm very excited. Uh, I am currently kind of, kind of talking to someone? I don't know. I don't know exactly what to classify it as, as it yet. It's still kind of new, um... And I have met them once in person. Um, I went and spent a couple of days with them. Uh, and it was nice. It was very nice, actually. Uh, we did get to do some intimate things, and, and that was also nice. And, you know, we're kind of just seeing where things go. Um, I, did, I did meet them on that website. Um, and it's, it's been a wild ride, and they're older, so <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> um, yeah, for those of you, <laughs> for those of you who see me at work, uh, if you're listening to this, this, you have crossed over into the dark side. Um, for anyone who has just seen me in, like, a family capacity or just a regular day-to-day capacity, you have crossed into the dark side. So you are now <laughs> going to hear some of the things that you don't get to see. Uh, so just be aware that if you are going to stick with this and keep the curtain pulled back, please be aware that the great and powerful Oz is not the same person behind the curtain. So I just want you to know that if you hear anything that you're like, oh my god, I did never knew this about you, tough luck. Um, I am a full person, uh, you know, so I, I do not only exist at work, I do not only exist in a family setting, I do not only exist uh, in a in a temporary setting and, and however you view me. Um, I am a full person with wants, needs, desires, <laughs> and, and my own likes and dislikes. Um, and uh, the, probably the most important thing that I've learned, uh, with my coming out experience, both with my sexuality and being a part of this community is, uh, I would like to be my authentic self 100% of the time. I don't need to hide any part of myself from anybody. I don't need to cover anything up, um, because it's not anything that I am ashamed of, uh, anymore. It's not anything that I feel the need to justify or over explain for someone else to accept me um i am going to be my authentic self 100 percent of the time if you don't like that you don't have to listen to anything that i say um and that's fine with me you know uh whether you listen once twice or never in your life i'm still gonna be 100 percent me no matter what you think about it um so yeah so that is that um we so like i was saying uh we're just kind of feeling each other out seeing how things go we are not really uh we haven't really labeled anything or at least i haven't um i don't i don't know how they feel uh 
about labels exactly. I've been trying to kind of get away from labels because that's also another part of the community that's kind of come up a few times. It's just that the idea of labels themselves are, it can get so politically and it, and it can get so like, you know, it can get so abrasive sometimes. And, and to me, with my at least with my sexuality, the label itself is just a place to start. Um, and it just helps to conceptualize something for me in my head. It gives it a name. It helps me feel like I'm not by myself type of thing. It's not really something that I'm going to like uh, live and die by as far as like if somebody, you know, calls me a different label, I'm, I'm not going to be like so up in arms because um, I know what my label is. So whether you label me something different or you think of me in a different way, that's that's on you. That's not on me because I know who I am um, inside and out. So that's up to you. Um, now, if you're if you're purposely using wrongful language to be hurtful, that's different. Then I'm going to tell you about yourself. But if you just make an assumption, then that then that's on you and you'll be the one that looks stupid. Um, but within the community, the, this idea of labels um, can be it can be a little like up and down um so again like I talked about my one of my mentors is a dominant the other one is a submissive um I am a submissive but I also identify as a brat um uh I also identify as a middle um which is something that's really difficult to explain um but I can tell you what it is not it is or at least what it is not for me um, I am not into age play. Basically what that means is there are people who enjoy uh, age regression type things or type activities and or behaviors. And while I identify as a middle, um, I don't necessarily enjoy age play. Uh, my middle identifier is mostly just kind of like in personality, not necessarily behavior-wise. Um, so yeah. Which kind of goes along with my, my brattiness. That's more a personality thing for me than it is a behavioral thing. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's many labels. I mean, like I said, I am a voyeur. I am a brat. I am a sub. Um, I'm a middle. Uh, I'm trying to think of any of the other ones that really kind of define me I, I'm not gonna I I am probably 95% monogamous um and I say that because there was a point in time where I was 100% monogamous and now I'm not um and I say that because I can I, I have utilized the concept of polyamory on various occasions, but I always end up drifting back to monogamy as like my core. Um, and so I can appreciate polyamory for what it is, uh, for why people subscribe to it. Um, but I think eventually for me, I just, I tend to want that one-on-one -on -one uh, one person commitment connection. Um, but, you know, I would not also, I would, I would not be opposed to dating a polyamorous person. Um, I think 
I would just need to do it in a very particular way for myself so that I wouldn't get too attached to them. Um, which, per my sexuality, that kind of throws a wrench in there. Um, but I could do it, you know. I, I do believe I have the capacity to do it. I'd be very capable of doing it. I just don't know how well it would work out because of how my emotions tend to run their course usually from just from what I've seen in my own pattern of relationships um, and dating but currently I am focused on this one person and I'm loving every second of it uh, they're just they're very nice they make me feel uh, very um, I don't know what the word is. Uh, comfortable. They make me feel very comfortable. Um, which, it's been a very long time since someone has made me feel completely comfortable, where I didn't feel like I had to put up any walls or any guards or anything like that. Um, so that was a weird experience. Weird in a good way, but weird. Uh, because I was, I was expecting something else, and, and I didn't get that. Uh, he definitely exceeded every expectation I had on that visit, and I was just, I was thrilled. <laughs> I was very thrilled that he did that, um, and, and I, I can't wait for our, our next visit, should we have one. Um, I, I can't wait for that, because I, I am just in awe of his consistency, um, and, th and that's been something for me that I not that I haven't had in partners before, but like it's been something that's been hard for me to see the follow through with previous partners. Um, and again, that's not to say that previous partners haven't been consistent. It's just to say that this particular person has been consistent in a way that I've never experienced before. Um, it, and it's, it's been good so far so uh yeah so that's what's going on for me right now uh with that um the next kind of bonus episode here is going to be about some other life things that are related to work if i'm not mistaken um, I'm just pulling up the list here to check for you guys if you guys want like a heads up about it. Um, so the next kind of bonus episode uh, will be at the end of the current season. Uh, yes, and it's it's gonna be more like uh, work slash uh, work slash work slash life based. Um, it won't be anything related to like my sexuality or anything. Um, I am going to be talking about my sexuality more in depth though uh, next month. So definitely be on the lookout for that if you want to hear that story. Um, that's going to be on the regular podcast, uh, not the Patreon. So yeah, but the next kind of little like life work updates will be uh, on Patreon only. They will not be on the podcast at all. So if you want to keep hearing these little ramblings, uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Um, if you have subscribed and you're listening to this, because that's the only way you'd be able to hear it, 
uh, thank you for your support. And, you know, I will try to kind of make goals so that as we reach new heights with the Patreon um, and the podcast, like, I can start to offer more things for people. And hopefully you guys stick around and you enjoy what you've heard so far. So I'll catch you guys on the next exclusive episode. Peace out.